I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Guys, it is a wonderful day outside today. It's around, oh, maybe 25 degrees outside here in Michigan. Uh, We got a little spit of snow this morning, so I had to go salt my commercial lot that has to have salt. And so it's just kind of a nice day. It's not really overly sunny but it's not dark and gray either. So it's just in that in-betweeny kind of, you know, mode here in Michigan as we, you know, we basically have this all winter long from, say, mid-October all the way through March. And so it's, it is what it is. Actually, kind of all the way through April because, you know, April showers bring May flowers. So we're kind of, we get kind of gloomy here in Michigan, but you know what? Every, every so often we do get some nice sun that comes through and that's really nice. So, uh, let's see, Sunday I had to go out and plow some snow. We got about two inches overnight. It depends on where you were at on which side of the city you were on. Uh, The south side of the city, they got one inch. On the north side of the city, they got two inches. And 25 miles to the west, they got eight inches. So we are just all over the gamut here for snowfall (laughs) this year. It's been a crazy, weird kind of year. And so it's just one of those years. It's one of those off years that we sometimes have in this business. And obviously you can never, ever, ever count on snow removal to make you a set amount of income. Don't ever plan on it. Don't ever, unless you have really good rock solid uh, guaranteed contracts, do not ever plan on making money with snow. Okay. I'm just warning you. Don't ever do that. Uh, that is a recipe for disaster. All right, guys. So today I want to talk about getting equipment ready for the new year, the, this spring and specifically what types of equipment, um, not necessarily getting your equipment ready, but, uh, focusing on what equipment you might need. Okay. I know there's a lot of new guys out there and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people because they've been laid off or whatever. They're going to be getting into the green industry in some form or another to, whether it's to make extra money, whether it's to bridge the gap between in between one job and another job, whatever it might be. This episode is for you. So before we jump, go any further, let me play the show sponsor and then we'll get right into it. As a lawn care provider, do you want to make a year-round income? Are you worried at the end of the lawn care season because you don't know how you're going to make it through the winter? Then you need to check out the 12-month contract from the Mowing in the Dark podcast. This is the same contract that Aaron uses to grow his lawn care business. 
this 100% editable 12-month contract template is available for only $5.99. The contract has rock-solid terms and conditions, so you are protected from all kinds of liability in lawn maintenance and snow removal. Get your 12-month contract at mowinginthedarkpodcast.com today. All right, guys, so what equipment... If you're getting into the lawn care business, what equipment do you need? Should you go out and get a loan? Should you should you get a loan for just one piece of equipment? Or should you go out and get a business loan if you're if you're looking to really go, you know, get into the business, really step into it? Should you go get a business loan? What should you do? What what do we need to think about as we're starting to look forward to getting into the lawn mowing business. All right. Because here in Michigan, we don't start until mid April with mowing lawns. Now, before then you can do spring cleanups, but by and large, we don't have a lot of work here until mid April. Some people don't start mowing until May because it's still so wet, but I, I watch the, the, the ground very, very heavily, should I say? I I don't know if I even worded that right, but I keep an eye on the ground and the moisture so that I I can get out there as often as possible to do lawn mowing and lawn cleanups. And so that that's where we start. But what equipment do you need to get started? Well, essentially you need a mower, you need a trimmer, you need a blower, and that's it. That's all you need to get started in the lawn care business. That's, that's the main essentials. Okay. So if you're getting started, you really don't have any other experience than your own lawn. So you've only mowed your lawn. Well, there's a couple of things that you got to get, get ready for. Okay. Because it mowing someone else's lawn is completely different than mowing your own. When you mow your own lawn, you can mow a section here, take a break, go inside, grab a drink of water, sit down, watch a TV show, go back out, mow another section, take a break. You know, it, it, it's it's really easy. I mean, you can make mowing your own lawn as easy as you want. You could mow a section a day all week long if you love mowing. All right, I don't love mowing that much. So, <laughs> so you could do it that way at home. You cannot do that with a client's property. So you need to first things first, you need to focus on acquiring new clients, but above and beyond that, we're going to go beyond that today. The next episode, we're going to focus on how do you get clients? Okay. For this episode, we're just going to talk about the equipment that you're going to need. All right. I recommend if you're just starting in the lawn care business, I don't care if you're 50 years old or 12 years old, you should start with a push mower. I I said it there. I said it. Some of you are going to be like, oh my gosh, you're giving bad advice. Listen, listen, the investment for a push mower is super low and I'm talking residential. I'm talking no self-propel, no nothing, just cheap, regular, you know, work at it type mower. Like you got to bust your butt type of mower. Now you can, you can get a self-propel. I don't care if you get self-propelled or not. I don't even care if you buy a 30 inch mower. I don't care. 
but you need to earn your stripes in this business. First of all, you need, you need the experience and what having a push mower is going to do is number one, it's going to mitigate some risk for you with a push mower. You're not going to run over someone's gate, backyard gate. You're not going to run into someone's house and, and really do some damage. All right. You might bump someone's house or knock over a lawn ornament, but by and large, you're not going to have a huge, uh, a huge accident. All right. With a push mower. Okay. That's number one. Now this is conservative advice. Okay. This is, I, 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 when I give advice, I give conservative advice because I don't want to give advice that someone's going to take and run with it. And then they are going to drown in this business because it is easy, super easy to drown in the lawn care business, especially today. All right. With prices going sky high. I mean, a regular run of the mill, no, no fancy things, no self-propel is going to run you about $250. When I started a run of the mill mower without self-propel, none of that stuff, no bells and whistles would run you about a hundred dollars. So these things are up 150%, all right, from when I started, which was nine years ago. And so you have to, your, your investment is going up into this business. And so that's something to think about, all right, as you get prepared to go into the lawn care business. So first thing, let's look at the mower. As I already said, you need a push mower. Okay, I really recommend starting with a push mower. There's a couple of reasons for that. One I already mentioned, it mitigates risk. You don't have a lot of risk in in injure in breaking things at a customer's lawn or or injury or things like that. You don't have a lot of risk there. All right? So, insurance, if you get insurance, which you should get insurance, uh will be kept low because you're just using a push mower. Now, Another thing that this is going to do with a push mower is you don't have to get a trailer. You don't need a trailer. You don't need any of that stuff. You can start with a pickup truck. You can start with a minivan. You can start with a car, depending on what push mower you get. You start with what you have. That helps you get into this business because we're getting into this business to make money, correct? I mean, you're you're trying to either start a business or bridge the gap between what you're doing now or a job you did have and a job you're going to get. Maybe you can't find a job right away, so you're bridging the gap. I don't have any problem with people jumping into the green industry, picking up a few lawns to make ends meet. I don't have a problem with that at all. If you need to make money, this is a great way to make money. Maybe you have your own lawn equipment already at home. Great. Then get started. The next week or the next episode is going to be for you how to get clients. But for this episode, this is for somebody ground zero doesn't have any equipment at all. So you get that mower, you mitigate risk. Um, you don't need a trailer. You don't really need an extra vehicle or anything like that. You can cart this thing around just in the back of your vehicle. My recommendation is that if you live in like a subdivision or a, a, a relatively small neighborhood or what, what have you, you, just push the mower around. Yeah, I get it. 
you're going to feel awkward. You're going to feel like the oddball in the neighborhood because you're pushing a lawnmower. You probably have a gas can on there. You're carrying a weed eater and maybe a backpack blower or a hand blower. You're going to look a little odd. That's okay. You're trying to make ends meet. You're trying to make money. Guess what? Guess what the other people in your neighborhood aren't doing? They're not making that extra money because they're not willing to do the things that you're willing to do. In the lawn care business, you got to be willing to do things that other people are not willing to do. You got to be able to look a little foolish so that you can make that money. All right? So, we're going to we're going to have a push mower and it's just going to be no frills, no bells and whistles, maybe maybe some front wheel assist, you know, things like that, whatever. But another thing you want to get is a uh, a three, a three-in-one mower. Okay, so you want a a mulcher, a side discharge, and a bagger. So you want those three abilities. All right, you're not going to mulch a whole lot, but you will mulch some. You will mostly side discharge. However, on a push mower, side discharging it doesn't disperse those clippings well. So you're you're probably going to actually mulch more than you will side discharge. Uh, I would not recommend bagging unless the client requests it. And if they request it, then hike that price to almost double. All right, because that's a lot of work, especially these these push mowers have small bags. All right, so you want to just you want to charge a lot for that. One to discourage them from wanting to bag because guess what, bagging is not very good for your lawn. Leaving those clippings on the ground is great for your lawn, all right? So that, that's another selling point to get people out of wanting you to bag their lawn. But if they want you to bag it, you can do that, all right? Different cities have different things. Maybe they have a bin you can dump your grass clippings into. Maybe you have to get those brown bags like I have to do. A- any way you can do it. Just You just don't want to haul things away, all right? You do not want to haul grass away, all right? So if you can put it in a brown bag, put it in a brown bag, charge the client like a dollar for the brown bag or whatever, okay? You can make a little bit of money on those brown bags as well. Not a lot. You're not looking to get rich off the brown bags. You're just charging them a little bit of money to handle the bags. You have to go pick them up. You have to do all that stuff. So do that, okay? But then another another aspect to your push mower is that they're going to be fuel efficient. Push mowers are pretty fuel efficient. And so once you get down the mode of how you want to mow a lawn, okay, so let's say there's a specific way that you need to understand about mowing a lawn. So you go around the lawn twice, the perimeter twice, all right? You, you section it off. You go around that perimeter twice, and then you go up and down in a pattern, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, straight lines. Try to make your lines as straight as you can. All right. And then the next time, the next time that you come to the lawn, you're going to do those two laps around again, and then you're going to go the opposite direction. Now you're going to mow sideways. All right. And you're just going to keep that going. And then the next time you come, you're going to do those two rounds again, and then you're going to go diagonal. 
Number one, people don't expect you to do diagonals and different directions because they would never do that with a push mower. They go around in a circle, around in a circle, around in a circle until they get to the center. We're not going to do that because we're what? We're professional. All right, now, once you have your mower picked out, you know what you're doing with your mower, all that stuff, there's just a couple more things to consider here. So another thing is that your, your investment is going to be minimal with this first push mower, okay? And we're gonna, I'm going to talk about that here. So you have a minimal investment into this first push mower, the first mower that you're going to use. Now, depending on how many clients you get, you need to be able to save money out every single mow. So if, if you're mowing lawns, you got to be able to save money up, profit, put that aside into a bank account. Not all this money is yours to put in your pocket. Unless, of course, you're just going from just, you just lost your job and you're just bridging the gap to another job then I, I don't really care. Just get started there and, and you, all that money can be yours. However, if you're going to go in and try and start a business out of this, this is the first steps to building your business. All right. So you have your starter mower. It's cheap. All right. It's cheap. And so you start mowing lawns with this. And yes, it takes you a long time. It's going to take you a long time to mow these lawns. It's going to be work. It's going to be hot. It's going to be sweaty. It's going to be miserable. But when you get that money, you take a portion of it and you put it aside in a bank account. Now, this, depending on how many lawns you get, this might take you, you know, five weeks. It might take you, you know, six months. Save that money aside. That way, you can upgrade your mower as soon as possible. Now, what are we going to upgrade to? If you don't have any money other than that $300 to invest into your push mower, then this is what I want you to do. Take that saved money. I want you to take that and go buy a Toro Time Master. The Toro Time Master is a 30-inch self-propelled 3-in-1 mower. All right, it has two blades and that thing is a beast, okay? It's it doesn't quite double the width of your push mower, but it saves a lot of time, a lot of walking, okay? It doesn't save all the walking, but it saves a lot, okay? So after you get that money saved up, you're going to you're going to have to save up about 1500 bucks, all right, to to have to go buy this Toro Time Master. You get that the Toro Time Master, you're not going to be able to lift that in and out of a vehicle. So you're going to need to invest in some ramps or build some ramps or something to be able to get this mower into the back of a van or the back of a truck. You cannot put the Toro Time Master in the back of a, of a Civic, all right, a Honda Civic. You can't do it. So it has to be a van or a truck, preferably a truck, but you can do it with a van, okay? And now you are upgrading. You just upgraded. Now what are we going to do? Now we're going to take that Toro Time Master. We're going to pick up more clients because we're able to do the work faster. And now we are going to save a portion of that money aside. Again, we're going to put that money away. Now it's going to take you maybe, 
I don't know, a year to set enough money aside to purchase your first residential zero turn. Now, before you do this, you're going to need some sort of trailer. So what I would recommend is save that money aside, use a portion of that money to buy a cheap trailer, just, just a stair step, just a trailer. All right. And you're just getting started here. All right. So push that money aside, buy that trailer, push a little bit more money aside. And now you can purchase that first residential zero turn. All right. I recommend something like a Husqvarna or a, or a, uh, oh, what do they call them? Oh gosh. Now I can't remember. <laughs> oh my goodness. A hustler, a hustler Raptor. Okay. That would be your best bet is a hustler Raptor. All right. Those are really great. Um, zero turn mowers. You're not going to have a bagger. You're not going to mulch anything. You're side discharging everything at this point. Okay. So you're going to, you've earned your stripes with the push mower. You're upgrading to a zero turn. You, you get the trailer. Great. Now let's step back a minute. We need to talk about trimmers and blowers. Okay. If you're just bridging the gap and you don't have any equipment at all, but you're bridging the gap between a job to another job, just buy whatever you can find off of the Home Depot shelf. I recommend Echo. Echo trimmers are really good. The 225 is really good. I recommend it. I have used those in my business. They are almost indestructible. Okay, so I would recommend that, and they're cheap. Um, so I would recommend for both uh, an Echo SRM 225. That's what I would recommend for a trimmer. It will do all the light work that you need it to do. It's, it can do some of that heavier, you know, bush hogging type stuff, but it's not really made for that. All right. So it's made for general maintenance trimming. Okay. You can use this trimmer to edge and you can use this trimmer to trim everything out. All right. So that's going to be helpful for you. That's what I recommend. You can go with a steel, but steel is more, more expensive and you could have some repair problems with those. In my experience, the Echo SRM 225 is rock solid. You're going to have very few problems with it. I, that is what I would recommend to start with. Okay. You can upgrade later, just like we we're doing with the mowers, just like we're doing with that. You can stair step up. Echo trimmers have a, a line. All right. The SRM 225 is a homeowner edition, but you can use it in your business. Many, 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 many lawn care companies use the SRM 225 as their main trimmers, but you can step up to the SRM 2620, which is a professional grade, uh, our commercial grade trimmer. That's what I use today, but you can use the SR RM225 for as long as you need it. All right. They are rock solid machines. They're throwaway machines though. So if it breaks, you're better off just chucking it and buying a new one. All right. They run about, I think they run about $250 today. So I would recommend that. Okay. You can get them at Home Depot. Um, those come with a speed feed head, very simple to, to load with string, very uncomplicated machine. It, they are great trimmers. I would recommend it. All right. So now we're going to a blower. What would I recommend for a blower? Well, starting out, 
if if again if you're just bridging the gap between job to job it doesn't really matter you can get whatever you can get at, for a handheld blower as long as it's gas preferably so you don't have to use the client's electricity all right and and you're just you use a hand blower all right now you can also use a hand blower for your business if you're starting out a business why do i say that because a hand blower is very versatile this hand blower, you can have this blower for years to come. You might upgrade and purchase a, a backpack blower, but the hand blower still comes in very handy for blowing out gutters. If you're doing cleaning gutters or cleaning out flower beds where you don't want to blow a bunch of mulch out, you can. the hand blowers are great. And they do great for grass too. They're a little slower, but they'll work and they're cheaper, okay? Again, I recommend an Echo handheld blower. I'm not sponsored by Echo by any means, but this is what I started with. You start with an Echo hand, handheld blower. Works great. They're they're fairly inexpensive. Again, you can get them at Home Depot. That's another reason why I went with Echo because I could just buy it off the shelf. It lasted me like two or three years before just the trigger broke. That's the only thing that broke. It was a very well running machine. So. I would recommend that to you. So now you have your setup. You have your first starter setup. You have your cheap push mower, you have a trimmer, and you have a blower. All right, now you're going to need to learn the skills of trimming if you've never done it before. You know, grass trimming with a weed eater can be tricky, and you want to keep that level the same as what the grass is mowed at. So you got to, you just have to feel it out. You have to, you have to experiment. You have to try it. Okay. And edging, if you've never edged before, you can flip edge with a string trimmer. You need to watch some videos on that. There's a ton of videos on it. I have a couple myself at Lansing Lawn Service. You can watch those if you want, but by and large, it can be done. However, if you're not good at it, you're just not good at it. All right. It takes skill it takes practice and so starting out if you don't have a steady hand uh, you might want to just stay away from the edging for a little while maybe again save up and maybe buy yourself a blade edger uh, you know just just think logically about it if you're if you if your lines are wiggly wobbly you know don't don't buy don't try an edge with a string trimmer for long. If, if your edges are just going to be wiggly wobbly, all right, you've got to take your time. You've got to be patient with string trimming with flip edging. All right. So you've got to be careful with that. But now you got your starter set up. So now next week, we're going to talk about how to get clients, your first clients. All right. I'm going to tell you how I did it, how the ways that I advertised my business and what's changed over the nine years that I've been in business. And we're just going to talk about different ways to get those clients. So that's next week, guys, that's it for this one. If you have any questions about setup, anything like that, if you disagree with something I've said, shoot me a, a DM on on Facebook or Instagram. Just look up Lansing Lawn Service. Send me a DM on either one of those. Tell me I'm wrong. All right. But I, I know for me personally, this is how I started with a very small, compact setup. And I worked my butt off and I built up my business over time. And the reason I, I 
tell you to start small is because your overhead is much less. You have much less uh, repairs to do. You have much less maintenance to do. It's just so much easier to start small and grow from there. All right, because once you get some water under the bridge uh, with experience, now you know now you know what to look for, and and so you you can grow. But you have to have that starting point. Yeah, you could jump in, get a business loan, and owe thousands of dollars on equipment. You know, before you even get your first client, but that is not a smart way to go. All right, that is not the way to start in a lawn care business. All right, so I'm, I'm just telling you that is not the way. All right, so next week we're going to talk about getting clients, how I got them when I started, what's different today, and that's it, guys. I will see you in the next episode.